1: welcome to another week of Do You Thinks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and this week we're joined by none other than Katie Serino. She is the founder of Mega Babe. You guys know Mega Babe because we talk about it uh, a lot. It's thigh rescue. It's Rosie pits. It's bust dust and more. Um, and she is also sort of the pioneer of the Make My Size campaign on Instagram. She will go into a dressing room, try on clothes clothes from brands that we all know and love and call them out when their largest size doesn't fit her and as somebody who is often on the cusp of fitting into straight sizes or needing plus sizes i really appreciate that because sizes are just numbers on clothes and they often make absolutely no sense so i like to know who is stocking clothing for me to buy katie welcome to the podcast well, hello. I'm so thanks happy. For, you're thanks here. for having me. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for coming. Um, I was trying to figure out when I started following you on Instagram. It was a while ago. We were still in the 12 ish style time. Oh, yeah. Like, you have been we've, around.
0: We've been online buddies for years. We
1: have been. We, we shared um, a dermatologist in New York. Um, Dr. Jessica Weiser, we love her. Shout out. Love, yes. <laughs> and uh, you came to BuzzFeed when I was working there. We have just kind of crossed paths a lot. It's true. I'm happy to have you.
0: Thank you for having me. So
1: Katie is amazing. Um, you have a collection like with, like a collaboration with Stitch Fix going on right now?
0: Um, Actually, it launches at, it launches at the end of June. Oh, okay. And it's my fourth season with them yes I love Stitch yes. fix I do too I think that they're so great and it's crazy what they can do with the wizardry of their data and like sending you the right size I'm always surprised
1: yes the one the the thing that made me a stitch fix convert was when they sent me jeans that fit which oh, yeah I have never found jeans that fit me yeah. shopping for myself so that someone else was able to pick out a pair of jeans and put them in a box and I put them and it's like you open the box and you're like oh the jeans they're not gonna yeah. fit me who cares and then you, jeans right, yeah and then you put them on and you're like holy shit the jeans everything fit me. that
0: they send me fits me which I think is I think honestly I think it's been like a 90% fit rate in terms of style the style is not always my style but like the clothes fit every time which is a crazy crazy concept for online shopping
1: it feels nice to to get a box of clothing that even if right even if you don't want to keep the clothes the fact that you can put them on your body and make a decision
0: and the decision
1: isn't made for you because you can't get the sleeves over your arms or the like what a novel novel concept.
0: novel concept you're right that's exactly I have to remind myself that that's the proper way to shop is you don't buy what fits you you buy what you like so that's That's kind of how I do make my size. Um, I don't go – sometimes if you look around a store, sure, you can find, like, a sweatshirt to shimmy into. But it's more that I'm looking for pieces, like, what do I actually want to buy in this store? Mm -hmm. Great. Now I'll go try that on.
1: Yeah. And it's also not, like, being relegated to, like, the (sighs) black turtleneck. In like extra large or extra extra large, so that you can go shopping. I'm gonna call them out, Aritzia. I can't find one thing in your store that fits me.
0: Now um, they just launched extended sizing. Good. Um, so they're going to a 16 now, which is a big deal because really they were stopping at a 10. Um, like the there, I think they had like an extra large, but it was really a 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're they're it's interesting. Some brands will engage with me. And some brands will not like they launch that and they haven't even talked to me about it, which is fine. I don't need I don't need to like interact with every single brand that I do and make my size on. But it's interesting when brands decide to like they don't want to engage.
1: You know, well, that also is so congratulations to them for making like, you know, 12, 14 and 16. I don't think I'm going to still spend my money there just because my experience (laughs) there has always been like shitty. Right. It's like, oh, there's a sweatshirt. I'm like, I'm not shopping for a sweatshirt. I have enough sweatshirts and I love a sweatshirt, but I'm not here to buy a sweatshirt. So yeah, I feel like the novel concept of being able to like try different clothing and And try to incorporate other different kinds of styles and and colors and fabrics into your wardrobe and being able to know what you like based on what you've tried on and not what fits you is something that um, as someone who has like kind of. Uh, my the spectrum of my size has always been 10 12 14 16 and it depends on the week and it depends on the month and it depends on the year and it's like it is hard and also some brands 16 is actually a 10 and then
0: 16 is totally a 10 in some brands
1: (laughs) I found that out when I like got very excited I don't remember what it was but I like ordered a size 16 dress being like you know when you order I don't know if you do this but I'm a big like I order the 14 and the 16, and then I'll send one back because oh. I know like one's gonna fit. And then I ordered from one brand and it was like, it was an eight, it was like absolutely an eight and a 10. I was like, neither of these are anywhere near this.
0: I that's actually how Make My Size started because I used to be like a 12, 14, and then when I became a, a 16, 18, um, and now I'm an 18, 20, I actually like I used to order from Netta Porter a lot. Netta Porte, Netta Porter. And I used to order from them a lot, and I would always just order the biggest size. Like, like I don't think I've ever returned something to that store or that shop for ever being too big. Yep. So I would just always order the biggest size. But then when I sized out of the biggest sizes they had, and I realized I could no longer shop, I was like, oh, fucking hell. Um, and then that's when... I realize that like, I don't even think designers, I think designers think they're doing a good job, but, um, they need to be brought into the fact that so many stylish women around the world want to wear their clothes and they can't.
1: Yeah. Our money is the same. Like we, we still, <laughs> we want to spend, we want to give you our money. Why won't That's you take true. it? Like, I
0: don't know. <laughs> you hate money. right, hate- Burch, you hate money. I know you do.
1: <laughs> Tori Birch, victorious money hater. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always has hated money. That's exactly what I think of. Yeah. I actually think now that I'm thinking back to where I got this dress that I had to buy in two different sizes, I think it was net a Porte or whatever it is. Um, yeah. but you, your Instagram has been, has been taking me on a journey, I think of sort of more, um, not just like self-love and self-acceptance, but really holding brands, accountable for what they say they are doing which is designing clothes for women and and sort of shifting that narrative to like there's something wrong with my body for not being able to fit into them and totally putting the onus on the brands and saying like you need to make clothes that i can fit into um and then i will spend money with you and this has nothing to do with me and everything to do with you is it's a very powerful thing that you've started
0: well, it's it, I really wanted to help eliminate that moment in the fitting room when you're punishing yourself for eating the pizza or for not working out twice a day or for not, you know, losing thirty pounds before some event. Because I feel like that's the natural state of women. Like we go shopping and we're like, "Damn it, this is my fault." Like I can't even fit into these jeans, and like that is the thing I wanted to eliminate. I also think it's important to call brands in not just call brands out because I think I have found working in the fashion industry that it's, you know, it's easier brands definitely react like they're scared of being called out. But I also think it's easier to start a dialogue with a brand when you've got, when you're just showing them how many women want to shop with them and you're showing them a body that they can't dress, even though they think that they have done a good job of like Tori, Birch goes up to a size 14. Now she's one of the few designers like in that area that was going up to a 14 from the start. That's something to celebrate. That's something to say, Hey, you know, we, we were size inclusive when we thought a 14 was inclusive and now we need to like add, we need to add a few more sizes. Okay. Like, but there's no celebration. I don't, I I keep going back to Tory Birch because it's the latest brand that I've been talking about. And it was a really hard one for me to call out. Because I'm such a fan of the brand. And a lot of people like went through a Tory Burch um, shoe phase and they're like over it. But guess what? I'm still a brand fan. And uh, I can't shop with you anymore. And like not – I think she does an incredible job of like highlighting female – own businesses and encouraging women to be ambitious and she is she's done a lot with like her racial diversity and there's just one thing she won't touch and that's size and i think that that's interesting
1: do you have conversations with um designers I know you said Aritzia hasn't reached out since including extending extended sizes but have any of these brands you know after you um have called them out or called them in rather kind of made you part of the conversation of figuring out how that yeah can you tell us about that yeah
0: I yeah I think um it's helpful like brands will brands will be like hey we want to talk to you about this and they'll and we'll have a conversation like I went in and I went in to meet with DBF a year before they launched their um their plus collaboration. And it's not just me doing consulting work. It's me going in and just having a real conversation with a room full of people saying like, like, you know, I did that at Madewell. I I went out to lunch with the Veronica Beard designers like right after I make my size posts because they were like, hey, we're actually doing this and like we want to share what we're doing. Um so there are definitely brands out there that have taken that feedback and just like they're like we work it. We're working on it. We want to do it, and like we just want to like loop you in on what we're doing. And that's a great way to, I don't know. Not that you can have an individual conversation with everyone on the internet, but like I think brands who engage in the conversation are brands who are worthy of our money in my eyes.
1: Yeah, and and they're also it's it, they're all about. They want to to change and they want to learn. Even,
0: there are small brands out there who are who are like, hey, you know what? Like, listen. I'm a size four. My business partner is a size two. We're making these clothes. Like we are self-funded. We have no money. Like we can't pay for proper sizing right now. And I'm like, okay, like, okay, like come back to me in a year. Like let's see how the business is doing. So, so I'll take an answer. Like I will take a logical business answer. I just won't take one from someone who, who has like retail stores around the country.
1: You know, I spent a lot of time at the Madewell store on Fifth Avenue in New York. It was across the street from my office. And I remember that shift when all of a sudden I could go into the store and and there were jeans in my size. And it wasn't just like, oh, we have them online. <laughs> like,
0: oh, order being them Being told that you have a size online and that that's how you're being asked to shop is one of the most insulting things, I think, that so- retail doesn't understand how insulting that is to be like, we have clothes all around you but you can't wear any of them uh, head home
1: head home and um, in secret you know where we can't see you please uh, spend your money with us and please get out of the store where all the really small people can also see you that's what they're saying <laughs> that's what you're saying like, you're taking up too much space in the store please go home but go to manuel.com um but yeah I never ever got that feeling um I never got that feeling in the beginning of my of my of my obsession with buying Madewell clothing and i think a lot of that was because i stayed away from pants because trying on pants just made me feel bad um and now when i think back to it i'm like oh it's because they only went up to a certain size and i would just grab the biggest size and if that didn't fit then something was wrong with me yes and then then that's a
0: whole punishment cycle yes Yes.
1: so it is it you don't even have there is no fight you get into with your body Um, When you go into a store and you find jeans that fit you and even if you and you find jeans that also you pick it up and you're like, oh, actually, these are too big. These are too big. And I'm going to just it's a crazy
0: experience to have. It's a it's crazy to whenever whenever I'm doing something and I pull like some pants and whatever, I pull like a couple sizes and I'm like, whoa, these were too big. Like that is crazy. Yeah.
1: And it's I am used to and I'm sure you are, too. There was a point, I think, before the last few years where where big name brands really started getting on board with size inclusivity, where it's like you would just go into a store and throw a Hail Mary, grab the largest store, uh, grab the largest size and hope for the best.
0: Yeah. It, yes.
1: And a lot of times it didn't work out. So I have always been really <laughs> a big fan of you calling the brands in. And it is awesome to see how many of them listened and really wanted to To be more inclusive, Um, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna be back. We're gonna talk a little bit about Mega Babe. Okay, we're back. So, Katie, Mega Babe, Thigh Rescue.
0: Let's talk about it. We
1: need to talk about it because I bought two Thigh Rescues in June 2018. And I gave one to my friend because we were literally talking. She was going on a date. They were going to Coney Island. And she was this was this whole thing where she was like, I can't wear pants because it's going to be too hot. But if I wear shorts, I'm going to like rash out. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. I literally had it in my bag because it had just come in the mail. It is like deodorant. It's like thigh deodorant. It is.
0: It is. And I want to differ. I want to be careful about the word deodorant with thighs because so many women say to me, they're like, I just use deodorant. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I appreciate that you think this is a hack, but Thigh Rescue is made to prevent chafe. So yeah. obviously it works better than a, than a product that you're just using as a Band-Aid essentially.
1: Thigh Rescue for those for the uninitiated, it is an incredible product from Katie's company Mega Babe. It is essentially like us. It looks like deodorant, but it's not deodorant. You lift your leg, and I'm sure you've seen the Instagrams. You like just lift your leg out l- up, and you like swipe the, de- uh, the deodorant, the thigh rescue on both thighs. And then you are good to go. I throw it in my bag just for, well, when we were still walking around in the outside world, I would yeah. throw it in my bag. And it was such a lifesaver because I spent many a summer wearing like Spanx under summer yes. dresses, which no. just, that is a sweaty mess.
0: I, so when, so why, the reason I launched Mega Babe is what the initial product was Thigh Rescue. And I had spent so many summers of my life using different hacks like so many different women do and other products. And I was like, this product is okay. This product is totally toxic and gross. This product is like embarrassing to pull out of my bag. Um, So it's like all these different options that are out there. I've tried those thigh bands. I tried everything and um, nothing really was a fit for me. So that's why I launched Thigh Rescue and it's the product I'm most passionate about from Mega Babe. It I, truly it it's my desert island beauty product. Mm-hmm. Um I I absolutely it ruins my day if I forget it. And that's why it's so important for me that Thy Rescue is available easily for women like pre- I want it to be around the world. Right now it's just in the US and Canada but um really we sell at Target and Alta, and one day I would love to expand into more stores I think a product like Thigh Rescue is it's important to just be everywhere
1: it is it is so incredible you guys because um you know even this is not even just you know plus-size thing like
0: no way there are very
1: few humans whose thighs do not touch um, no but
0: yet isn't it interesting that a girl you know a girl with no beauty back background and no product background had to make a product yeah. and actually had to like fight to get it made because so many people told me it wasn't a problem and it wasn't something that was going to sell or that people needed Um because that's the lens that we look through everything. Like everyone has a thigh gap, right? Like that's what beauty executives and it's crazy to think that that product didn't exist in the type of form that we offer it in i have to right send, like there are there yeah. are anti-chafe sticks out there but they're not but they're cute. for runners
1: yeah they're for runners or they're like so medicinal looking like <sighs> yes. it's like it, yes. it's like oh you're just gonna like whip out like a, a tube of monostat in the park
0: because <laughs> you have a wild yeast infection right. <laughs> that's what i've always said about monostat. you have to put it on with your hands yeah which like okay now what do i do with my hands right. and then it's also like oh cool you're it's in your bag and you're like it's i don't know you I've, do
1: not feel sexy cute No <laughs> No Carrying around monastat
0: No <laughs>
1: not at all No I have and to I'll, send take, you- I'll, I'll
0: take i'll take monastat to the mattresses always because <laughs> when people are like i just use monastat and no. i'm like No cool well, let me upgrade your life <laughs>
1: yeah i have to send you i just bought um this sweatshirt that says fuck a thigh gap uh from oh. a black owned um athle a- athleisure business um called oh thick please athle- send I'm to me to. it's called thick athletics i'll link it in the show notes it just came last night and i was like running around the house in it it's so cute it's like a cropped you would you would love this it oh like i'm a in cropped um I got it in like a, a dusty rose and it just says fuck a thigh gap and it's like a crop sweatshirt. I'm and, and I'm going to wear it with my Madewell high rise and I'm ready. Um, but yeah, I think there's this kind of revolution about like women just being like, yes, my thighs rub together when I walk. Uh, I need something for that rather than being like something's wrong with my body and I need to make sure that my thighs yeah. don't rub. It's like just.
0: Yeah. And also, and like I'll live in shame and pain because. Right. No one else is talking about this, so obviously this is something weird that is happening with my own body.
1: It is um, a very liberating feeling to be able to put on thigh rescue and walk outside in a skirt in the summer and feel the wind through your legs. Let the
0: yeah, let <laughs> the breeze. You, you cannot have go up. with Spanx
1: yeah. under. Spanx under a sundress sort of defeats the purpose of the sundress. It makes you feel like you are in. Um, a corset, like some—is that a
0: slogan I can use? Like, yeah. <laughs> like introduce your, like your cooch to the wind. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's something there. I gotta work on that.
1: There's definitely something there because it's really liberating. Yeah, and also that it's um. You know, that you can throw it in your bag. And so if you are and, you know, you live in New York City. I lived in New York City. Like that's a walk in town. Like you are you could spend a whole day yeah. all over the place. And you if you don't put that stuff on your thighs, you become no way. so uncomfortable. Yep. It is painful. No way. It is painful. Yeah. And just to have it in your bag. And also I've done it in public. I have put thigh rescue on. You threw a leg up. I threw a leg up on 59th. And 8th, near my therapist's office, um, two summers (laughs) ago, right outside the park, actually, like the entrance uh, in Columbus Circle. And I didn't feel any, well, A, it's New York. Everyone's always seen like a weirder thing happen. But like, it's such a cute, like it's so cute. Like you're not pulling out Monistat out of your bag and putting it on your legs. Like this is a very cute, branded, like little, like deodorant looking stick. You put your leg up on the, I put it up on like one of the lampposts. Put it on. I like
0: that you remember this. Oh,
1: I remember it cuz I was just like my I, I was just like I need more now. Like I need more and I'm not going to go find a bathroom. Like I don't I don't give a shit. Like I'm just right. going to put my leg up and do it and no one right. no one cares.
0: No, I love making eye contact with people when I'm doing it cuz they don't <laughs> understand what I'm doing and so I find it to be funny.
1: Yeah, just <laughs> maintain <laughs> yeah, yeah, 19, yeah, I yeah, yeah, So, thigh rescue is obviously, I think, it's one of your favorites and one of my favorites. But there's also bust dust, um, which is oh, yeah. for boob sweat. Yep. But also for lower back sweat.
0: It's for lower back sweat. It's for it's for swamp ass. It's really <laughs> for wherever you need to like protect yourself before you go outside. Um, I everything the there's I don't know there are a few things worse than summer in New York City. Yep. Which is why I made Mega Babe. <laughs>
1: yeah. The, like yeah. it's a
0: survival line.
1: It is. We do have listeners who live in New York and we do have we mostly have listeners that live from all over. Um and New York in the city is so it's living so bad. When you're living,
0: <laughs> everywhere else it's like K, okay, you get in your car, you put the air conditioning on. Yeah. K, okay, you're like at a pool. At a pool, your like your office. Your- your, I don't know. Like it's you don't have to like get anywhere. You don't have to walk anywhere. Yeah, you don't have to like lug groceries home. <laughs> You know like what there's I mean? just the humidity
1: yeah. like like getting ready for work in New York in like July it's useless. it's useless because you walk outside and then you get on the subway and you show up to work looking like a sweaty yep. frizzy mess but i yes. used to like summer until i lived in new
0: york and then i was
1: it's and also true. everything smells like piss garbage everything
0: the pee and the like yes and the and it's just Oh, yeah. The, sm- the smell I'm confirming because I was there earlier this week. The smell <laughs> is up. Like the garbage, the pee, it's there. Oy, oy, oy.
1: Everybody I've talked to who um, I talked to a lot of people who listen to the podcast, we chat on Instagram and a lot of people are like, oh, you know, like I've never lived in New York, but I visited once. Like, I don't think I could do it. And I'm always like, if you come back, like come back. The week before Halloween, like that we get like two mm. good weeks of weather. A yeah. Year. If you like a nice, crispy, you know, 60 degree day, no humidity. Yeah. Then please just come back in mid-October. If you're more of a summer person, but you don't want the heat come back, you know, Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. That's all we have to offer. Like mm-hmm. we don't have mm-hmm. any. Like Don't come back. Don't come in February.
0: We don't have kind of August. mild winters, though. Like, honestly,
1: Recently, yes, we do. But also, yeah. there's nothing there. It's like it's also there's no beauty to I don't know, going to Central Park in the winter. is a, It's a much different experience than going in the fall.
0: I will take I'll, I'll argue with you there and say that I think there's that is the reason why people live in New York is because there are those few those like magic moments that only happen in New York like in in terms of like the weather sometimes like when it's snowing like a fresh coat of snow on a street yeah make you homesick a little
1: well I'm gonna definitely feel it around the holidays not now you're not gonna feel it right now (laughs) now. I feel okay being in Los Angeles yeah but I actually looked up you know how you know every New York Christmas movie shows snow on Christmas but apparently it has only snowed Nineteen Christmases in like the history of New York, so it's all a lie. Anyone who thinks New York is some sort of magical snow place in December, just come back. Yeah, you'll get the snow in February or sometimes March. (laughs) Just we have to like push holidays. But yeah, the summer can be brutal, and so being armed with products that are that are like cute and non embarrassing to whip out, and yeah, just also kind of facilitates. A conversation, like, I feel a lot more comfortable now talking to my friends being, like, my lower back is, like, dripping into my butt. Like, that's yeah. a thing that, like, at 22, I probably wasn't, like, sharing. Is that an
0: age thing? I don't know. I do. I feel like there are certain 22-year-olds now, though, that are, like, in that space where they're fine to talk about waxing their mustache or, like, sweat. hmm It's becoming better it's becoming easier to talk about normal body things
1: yeah i think also the rise of youtube and just sort of there being more platforms to find the sure people to connect with in the conversations
0: exactly no one was talking about that when i was in high school or like
1: no one no one and also like if if anyone will, it's kind of i don't know if we're going to keep this part on the podcast or whatever but like it's kind of like in high school when i remember like some girls would be like wait does anyone masturbate and everybody would be like no 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 <laughs> okay okay yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> and now in like my late 20s 30s like all we talk about um but it's funny cuz it's like you have to see someone else have that be able to have that conversation comfortably before you start to have that conversation comfortably. So I feel like mega babe is that product. It's like, I'm not the only one who needed this. Like this product exists because there was a need. And this isn't like a weird me and my body thing. Like,
0: should we make a lube?
1: Oh my God. You should make a lube.
0: I don't know if we, if like the world needs it. There's so many lubes, but maybe people are shy about lubes. I don't know.
1: I, yeah. I mean, also, I don't really trust any like masculine branded sex anything that's like this is for her. Because I'm like, I bet it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I bet you all, I bet it's all men around your marketing table being like, yeah, m- m- my girlfriend loves This it. is for her. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would love, a,
1: I would love a woman company made lube.
0: I'm going to work on it. Yeah. I'm going to think t- about t- it. Take a note. Take a note. Okay. It's if you've got a problem that you're embarrassed about, chances are I'm working on a product for you yes that's that's it and if you don't think that I'm gonna know to make it, please <laughs> let us know um and I think like our hand sanitizer, which we launched in January right before the pandemic insane was that was a crazy timing um but like I hope we get more in into the anti kind of that cleaning area and
1: i love the wipes
0: yeah i love the wipes too wipes i love our melasma stuff yep i don't know i love it
1: that's not i have the opposite of melasma which is my skin is hyper pink um Mm. and so i don't get any dark spots but any sort of like even if i'm wearing spf 100 I still get like a sunburn I have this Irish
0: really yeah it's
1: so bad I need I I need like a mega babe hazmat suit (laughs) sun face shield that I can wear I need like a mega babe snowsuit to wear to the beach yeah I can't I cannot I did not I did not inherit my father's um Jewish, uh, dark, dark features and both he and my husband can walk out in the sun and immediately come back in like three shades darker. I go out in the sun and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tan. I am pink. I am literally blush pink and it never works. So I'm, I'm curious about the melasma stuff, but I know that I also don't need it. But I think what mega babe has done, which I think is incredible is it's taken, like we said, all of these issues that women have been sort of embarrassed to talk about um, with their friends uh, or thinking that, like, oh, this is just a thing that my weird body does yeah. and said, like, you know what? No, walking around New York City all summer, my legs are rubbing together. They hurt. They're bleeding. I need yep. something for this, and I'm not going to apologize for it. I am a human with a body. Like, Like, you are walking the walk of what you ask of all of these brands, which is, like, there's nothing wrong with my body. There's something wrong with your clothing. It doesn't fit me. Make clothing that fits me. And you're taking yeah. that to another level with Mega Babe being like...
0: Thank you. There's
1: there's nothing wrong with boob sweat. We just don't have anything that will help fix it. And Thank now we've you. made something that fix it.
0: I appreciate that very much. Thank you.
1: Yeah. No, I love Mega Babe. And and boob sweat, funnily, is not a, a thing that I... I do not get boob sweat, but my lower back is like an it's ocean. My-
0: yeah, my sweat is, I'm, swe- I'm, it a, depends. Are you
1: sweating? Are you a sweaty person?
0: I'm a very sweaty person. <laughs> yeah. I can't, ha- I can't tolerate heat that I'm loving Maine right now because it just never gets above like 72 yeah. and I'm like, great, fine.
1: Well, LA. It's sunny. Is, yes. LA is the same because there's no humidity. It's oh, the right. humidity in New York. Yeah. That is horrible. I get Angry. Angry
0: very angry yeah. oh
1: i get whiny there's a, a little bratty bitchy child inside <laughs> of me that once it hits 78 and over 80 percent humidity yeah. you don't want to be around Done. me
0: nope nope
1: and you go out to dinner with friends and like let's sit outside it's so nice i'm like no we're not yeah. sitting I'm like outside.
0: i can't fucking breathe right now <laughs> no. are you kidding Absolutely. i got my hair up no makeup right i can't like once summer in the city starts it's like no, not my I change I change my skincare yeah. everything is different
1: it is it is really treacherous um it's a treacherous place to be I encourage you to come out to LA then Katie because I think you will like the, <laughs> the dry heat actually is uh a okay we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna be right back and we're gonna see what product Katie has brought to G just bought it
0: normally being a little extra
1: can be a bit much okay we're back
0: i'm so good at those transitions I'm so, no i'm so
1: bad at them so shout out to my editor veronica who has been with me from the beginning and every i have a little post-it note that says take a fucking break on the zoom recorder <laughs> because every time i'm like yapping away and i look down i've been talking for 40 minutes with no break and so she'll have to like put in me from another episode being like and now it's time to take a break okay yeah goodbye. like great. yeah um I'm really excited about the product you bought because I feel like it's a, it's been a long time coming that I have wanted to talk about this product. Tell me what you brought.
0: The Dyson Airwrap. So good. I did. So uh, the reason that I got this is that I've had to do a lot of shooting um, like products for sponsored content or just for my own channel. I am never – my makeup, truth be told, I think I can do my makeup like – I can get on TV with my own makeup. Like, that's okay. That's impressive. My make- well, everyone's got their thing. I'm comfortable with my makeup, um, although I know I always need to put a lash on, and that's where I get lazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I get it, okay? I get it. Mm-hmm. But um, my hair is just never the thing, like ever. Um, I'm always just like putting some product in that I'm like, I guess this is a thing, and then I put my hair upside down, and I just dry it, yeah. and then I leave. I... I'm not good at doing my hair is the really easy way to say what all of that. Um, And I kind of needed to like get good at my hair. Um, And so the Dyson Airwrap, you know, this is like not sponsored. No, Um, I mean,
1: that's the whole point. It's like you bought this with your own money and you love it
0: now I should be honest and say that they sent it oh, to okay. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, okay. Should... This is
1: the life of an influencer, you guys. They <laughs> th- I should
0: sense, say though. they 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 are very generous with me. And I did because but guess what? I've tried other I've tried other brands of other things and yeah. I use it for like a day. And I'm like, no, this is like not my thing. Yeah. Um but the Dyson Airwrap is good because it allows me to it has like all these different attachments mm-hmm. and it actually allows me to to look like I got a real blowout
1: yes so we so for reference episode I believe it's six Madison Malone Kircher came on and she brought her Revlon um, one-step volumizer which ended up being like the most viral product that this podcast has ever recommended it's it, crazy. It is crazy. Like so many people bought it and like it was written about everywhere. It was like in vogue and like all of it came back to this podcast where we started talking about it. Wow. And one of the the reasons she found it was because she kept searching the Dyson Airwrap dupe and one of the um so the one of the attachments on the Airwrap which I bought in October 2018 um on a early f- adopter early adopter because I knew because I do my hair every single well pre-quarantine when i used to see people and go to an office yeah yeah yeah, i did my office i did my hair every single day yeah and and i thought you know i spend like if if hair is just like a thing that maybe like sometimes you want want it to look good like this is this is not the product for you but if every morning you are spending like quality time with your hair it does kind of make sense to buy like a a six hundred dollar five hundred dollar machine that comes with all these attachments that lets you do your hair any way you want yeah the Revlon is the dupe to the the like brush attachment on the Dyson that does your hair out straight it's the um and it's only like 30 it was like 35 dollars at the time it's like a hot
0: comb yeah a hot comb yeah, like the the brush attachment. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay.
1: And so that ended up becoming a really um, viral product because a lot of people were just looking for that one thing. Like I want, like I don't want to blow out my hair with a blow dryer, and then also have to figure out how to use a uh, round brush. And then oh, so
0: interesting out. because I that's like the least used thing I use on the Dyson.
1: Yes, and and also same with me. So I use the curl, um, the the barrels. Yes. Which do you use, the thicker ones or the thinner ones? Because you I have long I use the thicker hair. ones. Yeah.
0: This is so this so I I start off with a regular dryer and I give my hair like a full kind of like a full like a not a full dry but like a like a damp dry. Yeah, like seventy percent. Yes, and then I get into I do the round brush on the top for volume, mm-hmm. and then. Now, here's the real – here's, like, the whole thing about the Dyson Airwrap is that if you are skilled with curls, then using the Airwrap technology the way it's supposed to be is, like, amazing. Now, I don't always – to be honest, I don't always do the curls correctly. Like, sometimes I I end up with George Washington hair. (laughs) But where it really wins is when you do the beach wave curls curl Mm -hmm. right and then it dries your hair and it gives you that like kind of natural wave without the the washington george washington hair
1: yes there's definitely a learning curve um yes you (laughs) you
0: you have to like fit you have to do a couple times you have to watch some youtube videos yes exactly you
1: need to actually like sit down and like like take a night off and really commit to it. Cause it's not yeah. super intuitive. Like you do have to like move no. your arms in all these directions. And I think that's why the Revlon did so well for this audience was they were like, I'm not looking for this like massive machine. I just want one tool that will get my hair looking blow out straight instead of using, you know, a regular hair dryer and a straightener. And then, you yeah. Know. Um, but yeah, I use, when I had, I bought the, the air wrap on, um, a, it was a fluke. Like it was sold out everywhere. There were like there was no way to get yeah. that for a long time. For like
0: a, a long, for like a year, you couldn't even buy one. You
1: couldn't even buy one. They were always sold out. And I had already it was already on my radar. And I magically, for some reason, was in Ulta, and the woman in front of me was returning hers, and. And she had opened it and she had used it once. And she said, it's really not for me. And I was like, I'll take it. (laughs) Like I will take like, don't even restock it. I will take it off of your hands. Um, And that's how I ended up with the air wrap super, super early. Um, And I also kind of bought it because I was like, this is so expensive. There's no way it's going to be as good as I think it's going to be. So I'll just return it. Like I can return it. You know, I'll get my 500 bucks back. Yeah, like it's, it's a lot, a lot of, of money. It's a lot of money. And then I started using it and I was like, well, shit, I'm never, ever going to return this. Yeah. It's great. Um, and for
0: someone who like does, I mean, yeah, especially for someone like me, when when I am doing my own hair, I have to pay, you know, I'm not just running out to dry bar. I have someone coming into my house to do like hair and makeup, right? Yeah. So then that's like a couple hundred dollars every time. Yeah. And so, like, this is a huge expense for me to, I yeah, I mean, and to say that you can get professional quality, obviously, it's never going to be the, as if someone professional, professionals doing it, yeah. But like, to to get good enough professional hair on your own is like, it's a big deal,
1: huge deal, yeah. And I imagine, I mean, in your line of work, which is so public and so um, tied to your look, like you literally have to be photographing yourself all of the time so there is yes. and i know that you're very like relaxed and it's not and and you're i don't like, use very, filters and, and use people filter. see me
0: yeah people see me all the time in my most raw state but but you still want um, there
1: are still times where you're like i would like my hair done for this? Or I would, you yeah, know, like, yes. yeah, you want to, and you want to be able to do it yourself. And that it's a great example of the, like, you know, how much have you spent on dry bar on glam squad on yeah. all of this stuff over the years? A lot. A lot. Me too. Yeah. Um, and, and my hair is like my, see, I'm not a makeup person. I am a hair person. So, um, anything oh, wow. that's oh, going to be
0: really good at with the Dyson. I,
1: I, I used to be when I had longer hair, so I have shorter hair now. So like when I do the curls, it does look really George Washington because it like lifts it up into this like fifties Mona Lisa smile yeah. situation. Like it's like I, <laughs> but when I had length, I could do like a Kardashian like wave in like yeah. 10 minutes and people would be like, Oh my God. Like, did you go to dry bar? And I was like, no, I went, went to my to own bathroom. My own bathroom. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have it out right now. I use it, um, to blow dry my hair. Um, uh, because my hair, when my hair dries naturally, it looks insane. um, it like can I can't figure out what it is like half of my hair has nice beach waves the other half sticks straight can't commit. same. It took you know that is actually hormones
0: is it really yes
1: yeah it's so
0: it's so interesting uh-huh
1: and in the makeup they I, I said this because I grew up as a kid with very like Jewish like curly hair like I like my natural hair was like not like girls
0: curls still curly
1: no it dries, dries, sticks straight. I think wow. get beach waves just literally stepping out of the shower. And then wow. all of a sudden I was 27 and, um, two things happened. I became allergic to everything outside and my hair changed and I went to the doctor. Uh, well, no, I went to Je- Dr. Jessica Weiser and she said, and I brought up the hair as like a different thing. I w- I basically just said, you know, I woke up at 27. I felt like all Of a sudden, I was a different person. Like, I had allergies that I never had before. My hair, t- she's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like the makeup of your hormones like changes, you know, over time. So, like, now your body, like, pH, or like, there's different things that it was like accepting of before, and now is not. Like, I never wow. had allergies, and now when spring comes, I'm a mess.
0: Allergies are awful,
1: horrible, literally horrible, and and Ugh. and also, um. I think we're probably around the same age, but I feel like when, I didn't appreciate my curly hair when I was little because everyone was doing the hot tools, yes. straightening the shit yes. out of their hair. Yes, yes, And that's yes. all I wanted. So I definitely still had that little like bump of curl on the top that you-
0: <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, I was big into like, because I was, I was very into all my friends who had naturally curly hair straightening it because they had the best straight hair. Because the curly hair gives you the best straight hair, and I totally know what you're talking about. There's sometimes there's that one in the front, but um, they just they had like this, and because my straight hair was like just regular stupid straight hair, but they had like the thickest, most beautiful.
1: Yeah, and it was like dugger hair, like it went down to the butt, and it's yes, just like, well, and yeah. I was like,
0: I was like, just why don't you just straighten your hair? And they'd be like, you, you, you watch me do it. It takes two hours, right. and I'm like, well. It's good, you know. It's good hair. You should do it.
1: And then everyone wanted waves. And then by the time I was just like, oh, tr- I, I was so <laughs> excited to start leaning into my actual hair. And then all of a sudden, it just started drying. Six- I can't catch a break. Um, no, the Dyson Airwrap is 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 wild. Um, I know they just came out with a straightener. Did they send you that too?
0: No. Oh, you
1: need to hit up your contact because there's some sort what? of straightener situation happening. I'll have to look it up. The Dyson Airwrap is is um so. weird story about the Dyson Airwrap um I like I said my mom is really practical and she's really big on the like you know the buy one thing and then never think about it again and I went home for Christmas so I had gotten the Airwrap in October I went home for Christmas and I brought it with me and my sister has really long thick hair and I was like I'm gonna do this on your hair I'm gonna do this on your hair and she's 10 years younger than me she's 20 24 um she uh was like what is this how much does it cost and I was like (laughs) <laughs> and i was like don't tell mom like she'll kill me hey, no. if she found yeah. out what i yeah. spent on this yeah this is the mother who when i was 22 and i moved into the city called me and heard me say to a cab driver um 32nd and broadway and she's like are you in a cab are you kidding you don't make enough money to take a cab get out of the cab take this
0: up um so i'm always
1: <laughs> so afraid of like my mother being like that is a bad financial choice so i was like yep. don't mom how much i spent and no joke like two hours later she's like mom caroline brought the home that's hair dryer and <gasps> it's like six hundred dollars like jesus christ um but i was afraid that my mom it, also by the way my mom does not care how i spend my money i'm literally in my 30s but you know like all that like ptsd of like
0: what are you talking about i younger. still i'm I, <laughs> well, how much was that <laughs> right always right always <laughs> it's from my mom it's my sister yeah. my dad now like you like does more jokes with it mm-hmm. like but it, but my family is always making fun of me for,
1: you can't escape it. And yeah. especially when you go home for like a holiday, you sort of like, oh no, revert new back handbag. Into, yeah. Right. What's this? Right. Yeah. I haven't seen this before. Okay. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. And I'm like, all oh, right. I'm like, and then I literally, they, they knew that I was lying to them about prices for years. <laughs> so they, so then I'll, they know that whatever I'm saying is a lie. Like I'll get, you know what I mean? Like I'm, they're like, how much was that? I'm like $29. Yeah. Everything
1: is $29. Yeah.
0: And they're, and they're like okay okay
1: yeah sure all right yeah um, oh
0: w- w- what's that hotel you're staying at okay i looked it up all right
1: yeah that's so right i right their nightly rate this week seems to be a yeah. like okay you'd be yeah. really great on svu <laughs> you should be a detective um yeah my and my i was expecting my mom my mom would like She'd just be like, it's your money, you know, um, but she was all she was very much like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. You invested in in the, you know, you do your hair all the time. I can see why it's worth it. And I was like, oh, so she was. She, oh, she was damn. pro. And Ooh. I was sitting there sweating my balls off waiting for her to read me the riot act at
0: like 32 years old. It doesn't matter. Like, it just doesn't matter. No. Like you are. Never immune to just parental, like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah. And especially when you go home and you're with your whole entire family, you somehow become 16 again, where you're like,
0: I'm 10. (laughs) I'm in the back of the car. No one's asking my opinion. I'll cry because my sister is mean to me. Like, nothing is nothing has literally nothing has changed in my house oh
1: yeah no my my parents my mom has to sit me and my sister so my brother is the buffer between us and um he is often taking calls from both of us complaining about the other but my mom every every christmas or every sort of family vacation in which we are all on even after i got married she will sit my sister and i down she'll be like i don't want to fucking hear it i don't want to fucking hear it (laughs) Like, you want to fight? Don't do it in front of me. Like, this is my vacation. I don't want to hear you guys bickering at each other. And she's like in her mid-20s and I'm in my mid-30s.
0: It doesn't matter. And
1: still, yeah, my mom was like, don't fucking ruin my week don't yeah. walk in my room my weak <laughs> girls um and and of course like you know it's the same we're in the back of the car like hitting each other being like you're in my space, you're in my space. <laughs> don't we, touch me right, don't I don't touch me yeah
0: i'm don't touch me all the time like don't touch me
1: are you the youngest in your family <laughs> yeah oh, okay yeah i'm the oldest how is it just oh, you and your sister yeah okay okay yeah. I'm the oldest but probably the least mature. So, there's oh, that.
0: <laughs> I'm a bitch ass baby and my sister <laughs> is she's my but my sister's everyone's boss. So, mm. she bosses my parents around, she bosses me around, she bosses everyone around. It's so oh,
1: the dynamic is always is always fun. Is always fun to to, <laughs> to return to and then to leave. I have like a tight cap on how many hours I can do uh <laughs> consecutively with my family before like someone gets hurt. Um the Dyson Airwrap, are there any attachments you're not using? Like is there anything you don't go for?
0: The small the small curls. Really? Mhm.
1: So you just do the big barrels? Mhm. What is your what's your tech? I'm I'm curious because it took like we said george washington curls it does there is a little bit of a learning curve what is your technique now like how do you get the blowout of your dreams like what is your arm technique of where you? i I do
0: the the, it truly it's it's just that it's a three steps i do the regular dry to 70 percent i do the round brush for volume on top and then i do oh i guess i do brush I brush it in the beginning before I use the regular dryer. Mm-hmm. I'm using like five attachments. Yeah,
1: you really you really yeah. like just pop them in and out. Um Yeah. I like the cur- I I love that you can do the curls while your hair is wet. I don't yes. do it, but you can do it. Yes. Which is really I do cool. It. Um Yes. And I don't know all the technology but maybe you do because I feel like maybe you have a more of an eye into that brand than I do. But, like, what is their deal? Like, it's, like, is it not? It's heat, but it's, like, not harmful heat. Like, how do they make it, like, healthy for your
0: hair? I think it's heat that is, oh, you know what? I'm not going to try to speak to it. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say it's, like, better than a curling iron. But, like, I actually don't know why, so I'm not going to speak to it. But it it somehow is better. That is smart PR. (laughs) Yeah. Like, right, Dyson spokesperson. There you go. Yeah. uh, Dyson spokesperson. No idea how it works.
1: <laughs> I will, yeah. I will look it up and share with you guys. I know that it is better heat wise for your hair if you're using it like on a daily basis. I don't know why. It's just that what they told me, and I am like, oh, okay, sounds that sounds right, sure. <laughs> um, but I also do think for those of you who, you know, want something to make your hair look nice for like a wedding or an event, like the Revlon is still a really, really good option because it does give you that like yeah straight it still gives out. you
0: like a I, I'm sure it would give you like a smooth
1: totally and it does um yeah. but if you're doing your hair every single day and your hair is something that you actually spend a ton of money on it might be worth the investment um and I filled out my warranty card and I actually put it to use Look at you. I know well I was like I'm taking this seriously this is like a 500
0: it's an investment yeah good job I did and
1: I had to use it um... and you know
0: Dyson I've had things happen with my um vacuums and mm-hmm. they really do They'll just, they're no really asked. good about their, yes, they're good.
1: Are you, so you're, I love my Dyson vacuum.
0: I'm deep into Dyson, okay? okay. I'm not trying to come out here like a sponsored <laughs> post, but I am, I'm deep into the, I'm very deep into the vacuums. I'm also deep into the fans. Their fans are everything for me. Really? Oh my! Do you have their fan? No,
1: I don't. I've, I've, I don't. I'm an air conditioner <sighs> bitch. I don't. Do their hot,
0: their hot, cool fan is so good for me, um, because it really pumps out like cold air, and I love the bladelessness, so I don't have to clean it. Oh, and then, um, during the winter, actually, because like New y- New York windows, like the old windows, can get really drafty. We put that heater. Oh wow. Like you turn it it flips into a heater and then you use that as like a heater but it's not like a space heater that's going to blow up. Um I yeah, I have a Dyson fan on at all times.
1: I believe it. I believe so I'm like a I've I have the handheld vacuum and both cordless and then the the big stick vacuum. Um
0: Oh, you're Dyson rich. Oh,
1: I'm Dyson rich. Well, that what? everyone who listens to the, who listens to this podcast knows because it comes up all the time when we got engaged my whole oh. registry was Dyson oh, everything sure. smart yeah i mean that's the point you upgrade to the nicer the nicer things yeah. but a vacuum once again another thing that if you just buy a nice one one time you don't have to buy yeah. 7
0: 45 of the, $100 yeah, ones i know yeah
1: and i love the dyson because it truly is um so good so i believe that the fan is good it just depends on like you as a person, like, okay, what are your needs? You'll find a Dyson product that fulfills them. So for me, it's like the fan or the air purifier isn't like high on my list, but like you best believe I have the air wrap and two different vacuums.
0: <laughs> Huge fan. Dyson, you're welcome. Dyson,
1: you're welcome. Yeah. Um, Katie, I am so happy that you were able to join us today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to chat like in person. I know. You know, really, like not, just I, not just in the DMs. Not just in the DMs. It's
1: been a long time coming. Yeah, we 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 love, our, I'm going to link to Dr. Weiser. Uh, we love our, love, love, love our dermatologist. Um, but I'm also going to link to all the Megavabe products. You guys, anything that you were sort of feeling weird about with your body, Katie has made you a product to make you it's feel true. better and less And if I scared. haven't made it yet... Let me know. It's coming. Yeah, I'm. I want to know more about, about lube plans, but I also wait on bated breath for whatever you're coming out with next.
0: Great. Tell everybody. I can't wait to show you.
1: <laughs> tell everybody where they can follow you online.
0: You can follow me at at Katie Serino on Instagram or at Mega Babe on Instagram. And Mega Babe can be found on our website or at Target, Ulta, or Goop. Yeah, you guys are everywhere even yeah, J and Crew we just at launched some point? anthropology we were in j crew when they were doing beauty but we're not there anymore um we just launched an anthropology actually too and we'll be in i think we're doing uh some stuff with nordstrom too
1: incredible like yeah. taking over the world um and follow the make my size hashtag i have i have followed that hashtag especially so i not only see Katie's posts that are that are tagged that but I see other people's posts and it is really it's very encouraging and cool and it makes it having that in my feed all of the time has I think subconsciously just made me feel so much more um comfortable uh at at whatever size I happen to be that day and kind of just it promotes that message that like clothes should fit you you don't have to fit the clothes and I think that's powerful it's 2020 let's stop pretending that there's like a one size fits all for all women um Katie you are an inspiration I am so happy you were here and everybody you can follow G Just Bought It on uh, Instagram at GThanks Just Bought It Pod. Tell us what you need recommendations for, and we will link to everything that we talked about today on the episode in the show notes. And we will see you
0: next week.